got a chain. I ain't got no chain. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Merch Money. We've got Chris Green on today. Yeah. And the crowd goes wild, right? And the crowd goes wild. There's so many people in the chat. Why is this showing zero for me? Yeah, there's got, a, uh, 13 over here. Chat. Oh, okay, during, good. Thank God. Because on mine, it's saying uh, it's showing zero. I'm like, I know there's people watching right now. <laughs> Try to refresh. It can, yeah. it can be a distraction. <laughs> Listen, anyway. I think I think we had the most likes going into this already. Yeah, I popped over to YouTube. Uh, we don't even have a dislike yet. I don't know okay. where <laughs> where don't the hell our troll is. It's all good. Everything's good. All engagement is good yes. for the algorithm, whether it's a YouTube algorithm or or on Google or on Facebook, whatever it is. Uh, so yeah, don't don't worry about any. I mean, I'm glad they I don't have like a, a thumbs down button on Facebook. <laughs> I liked it when it was just like, right? So here, here's a story. This goes back to before they put in the Facebook reactions, right? Like the love and the wow and the sad. It was like or nothing, right? You can like <laughs> or you can shut your mouth, right? <laughs> and I like that because that's the way I really looked at it. Like because I don't like. Uh, Google, like like YouTube, where you have like a thumbs up and a thumbs down. Other than if I'm watching a video and it's maybe a little longer than three or five minutes, and I'm like, well, do I actually want to watch this? If the ratio of good to bad likes is is too many, right? There's too many bad likes, then I'm going to say, okay, this is probably not a great compilation video of thug life memes, right? Like, <laughs> I'll use that quick ratio in there. But other than that, I don't need, I would take the ratio of likes to views, right? So I don't need the dislikes and I wish Google would get rid of it because I think it, it, it kind of creates a negative space where like, like you don't need to tell me what you don't like. Mm -hmm, tell me yeah. what you do like and I'll give you more of that. And like, I don't know. They must have a reason for doing it. I'm glad Facebook has not come in with the thumbs down yet. They yeah. might change it. Who knows? But, uh, you know, if everybody keeps everything positive, like that's the way everything should be. Right, yeah. because there are so many opportunities, and any negativity, anything like that is just distraction. It's literally a distraction. And I would go a step further and call it an opportunity cost of doing something positive, doing something that makes you money, uh, doing something that makes you happy. All things that sound a heck of a lot better than worrying about what you don't like and want a thumbs down on YouTube. Like, <laughs> thumbs down my videos all you want, that. right? Like, I, I'll take the thumbs down over nothing because that means at least you're watching. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If, if you don't get the thumbs down, that means they stopped watching altogether. So it's, you know, you'll take the view either way. But so guys, do the like button after that whole long conversation. Yeah, <laughs> show us some love. Show us, yeah, show Chris. I really appreciate you being on today, Chris. So, yeah. um, oh, this is going to be fun. I like to yeah. talk merch. Right. It's it's the beginning of the new year. There's so many things going on. You guys have built an amazing, great community. Uh, so a lot of people are listening to you guys, which are, are gals. Is it is it wrong to say you guys when you talk to a group of ladies? I know no, they're from I the northeast. No, uh, okay, it's fine. I, I like address my emails. Hey guys, hey guys. <laughs> Just checking because I didn't want anyone here to assume. Intent. Oh yeah, we were talking about that before. Right? Don't assume intent. And if someone does take offense, if someone doesn't like that, you know, I apologize. But my intent is not bad when I say you guys. Yeah. So I'm just trying to compliment your group because you guys have built a great community, uh, and I, and there's definitely a need. And you guys are starting to feel that need for women in merch because there's just like FBA, 
There's a lot of middle-aged white dudes of merch, and we need more <laughs> everything else yes. of merch. Yes. And I say that if, if people who watch me and got into merch because of me, which, look, I'm humble, but I get it. Most people, well, maybe not. Yeah, I'd say it's most. I'd say it's a, it's a greater than 50% of the people that got into merch or might say that I'm the one that got them in there. But if they stop watching me and watch you guys instead, good. Good. As long as they're getting what they feel they need to stay motivated, to stay passionate, to keep moving forward, to overcome any any hurdles that they they it doesn't matter who they listen to. So I'm glad that there are a lot more communities out there that are that are providing, you know, positive places for for education around not just merch, but all of Amazon and side hustle opportunities. We yeah. you know, we talk about that very thing on the show like it, it, we all have such a diverse background and we are all doing so many different things with why we're doing merch or why we're doing pod and like what works for Helen that might not work for me what what's working for Amy doesn't work for Amy and it's just like I, I just kind of think uh, to provide variety out there additional education I might not be somebody's cup of tea and somebody else might be saying something else that resonates with them. So be it, you know? And exactly. it's a, uh, one other thing too. Um, and I know that I always bring this up when, when the girls and I are talking is we're really such a tiny, tiny, tiny sliver of the entire planet. Like, <laughs> you know, there's room for everybody, man. Like just be, yeah, just be positive and like share, share what you've learned and pay it forward. You know, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I do want to be a little obsessed with providing like some kind of value. Actually, there's kind of two kinds of value that I'd like to provide, you know, on, on your show tonight. And, and Helen, of course, thanks for reaching out to, to invite me on. I'm happy to come on, but I don't want to like, I don't want to come on so many times. Everybody gets sick of me and all that, right? Like, <laughs> I, I get it. People are on me. But I'd love to provide value to the audience in terms of some kind of motivation, so some time of, uh, of mindset, because I, I do see often uh, kind of a net, not a negative mindset. You're going to see what you want to see. So see the positives instead of seeing the negatives. And if there's anything I can help you guys, the hosts with, um, you know, given that I've got a lot of experience around uh, kind of teaching and growing communities, if there's anything I can help you with with that, no. we can talk about that. Because I think people listening might also pick up on some things and be like, hey, I like what they did, like growing a, a group and, and this. And maybe they want to do it too to, uh, to find their own audience and help people yeah. as well. So let's start with, um, with first of all, this is Chris Green. So I'm sure just about everyone watching knows you already. <laughs> but just in case, just the in way case. I found out about Chris Green was all the way back in 2014. So before Merch, some of, a lot of the audience might know you from Merch. But before that, um, Chris Green did um, FBA, which was another program through Amazon. Amazon has like, do you know how many companies they have? It's like they do so many businesses <laughs> i bet there's over 20 that you could that an, uh, a small independent person could leverage 20 yes. different platforms. i mean there's kindle there's uh, anyways we won't get into that but there's a lot so amazon fba is one of the ones that i um that i first met uh well not met but started following chris green because he came up so many different times um for all different things so i learned how to do retail arbitrage and um and then merch started in september 2015 and chris green just started you know every every youtube channel <laughs> had him on as a guest and it was like this big thing so i remember like packing a box like it was you know september you're really getting ready for q4 so i had like stuff all over my dining room packing boxes i stopped 
went on to merch, applied, got accepted, went back to packing my box and listened to the rest. So I, I did apply the very first month it came out. Um, but at the time, there weren't all these YouTube channels about merch and there wasn't all these different things. And at the time I was like, oh, well, I'm not a graphic designer, so I can't really do it. And, um, you know, I just don't know how to do it. So I waited all the way until like October or November of 2016. I waited all the way for Brianna to start VA rental. Well, she had already had VA rentals, but to do the merch side of VA rentals is finally what got me started. <laughs> Sometimes you have to hear the same message from someone else. Yeah. Right? Well, it's the exact same message, but it, and I've thought about this uh, and I, I touched on it a little bit in Chicago. Brianna, you're in Chicago as well. And Uh, I'm trying to find a really great and easy way to explain, Helen, what just happened to you over the year, right? When someone else said the exact same thing, uh, and the only difference is different person, different time, right? Yeah. Message was the same. So there's three things that happen. There's a message, and there's a person, and there's a time. Yeah. Right? So what do you need to hear? Who do you need to hear it from? And when do you need to hear it? And you can kind of think of those things. and If you need to reverse engineer it, so you can be like, I really need to hear so-and-so say it. I need to hear him say it now. And I, I don't even know what I need to hear him say, but I, I look up to this person, so I need them to tell me something. Whatever it is, you can kind of reverse engineer it to get whatever it is to, to come out of someone's mouth at the right time to where you'll yeah. have that switch in your head to be like, not doing it, now I'm going to do it. Whatever <laughs> yeah, and- it is, because it, it is kind of like, it's very unscientific to think that like, oh, Brianna said it and now you do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it wasn't that Brianna said it. It was that she started a company that provided designs because I couldn't get past the fact of like teaching myself how to design for some reason. It was like this block where I'm like, oh, I just can't learn it. <laughs> so she made the designs and I bought the design and uploaded which, it. Which is <laughs> funny because, you know, it, it this, you know, having Chris on here and talking about how a lot of our past like tie back to you, Chris. So, you know, that's the whole reason that I, that I co-founded VA Rentals to begin with, because I trusted Chris's content from, I learned a lot of Amazon FBA from you, from online arbitrage and retail arbitrage. And so someone throws me in the Merch by Amazon account, I'm like, or in the big group, and I'm like, what the heck is this? I think it was end of November, uh, 2015. And uh, it was the same sort of thing. I just trusted your content already. And I was like, you know what? Uh, let let's do it. Let's let's see what this is all about. And immediately, one design in. I can't design. <laughs> what, the, what the heck am I doing? Like, I have no clue. Like, I still I had the one, you know, the typical like the text. I could go in there and, and and make a text design. Yeah, right. Two hours of picking font, and it still looks horrible. Like it wasn't <laughs> happening. But you know, this is a really good example of the power of Merch by Amazon too, right? Like Helen just said, she can't, she couldn't design. I I own a company that designs and I can't design. <laughs> so, you know, people, this is attainable. Yeah. And yeah, I think so you like, guys solve problems, right? And, yeah. and I think some of it is, and this is where I, I, I do feel like give a lot of people good not advice, but I kind of like give them the right information where like they see things differently and be like, wait a minute, I don't have to be a designer, right? Yes. Like, wait a minute, I have a problem. Wait a minute, let me find a way to solve my problem. And there's probably other people that have the same problem. Yeah. And that's where, I, and I tell people this over and over again, I don't think everybody gets it right away. And that's when no, you understand merch or you understand FBA or you understand sourcing products. If you understand those things, then you can choose where to plug yourself in, where it makes the most sense, 
where yeah. it makes you the happiest, where you can make the most money. Uh, sometimes it's not where you make most, you want to make less money, but be happier and have a schedule. Like you can, that's the, that's what I love about all this stuff. It's and I completely think it, schedule free. It's location yep. independent. If you want to, if you understand online arbitrage and wholesaling products for Amazon, you can sit at home and work 10 hours a week and create sourcing lists by analyzing different manufacturers that you contact via email. You literally sit at home. And if you can find products that look like they're going to be great to sell on Amazon, you can sell those straight up to people who sit there and they just want to buy more product because they have capital, but they're not good at research. That's just one of that we could come up with a hundred different yeah. ways to make but money I think with Amazon it took, tonight. It took a yep. while for me to like the whole entrepreneur progression. Like when you went the first year, you're just like, Oh, you're you overwhelmed. Yeah, you're overwhelmed yeah. and you can't really like imagine that you can do things where you don't know how to do it yourself. So it's like you you don't really have the concept of like, oh, you could hire people or you could outsource this or you could watch a YouTube video and learn it. <laughs> it's I just kind of like, is. oh, I don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Like, <laughs> I, I bet it's a little bit of a misconception. And, and I ran across, yeah. I got a lot of heat for this back in the FBA days uh, where people would be so scared that that me personally telling other people to sell on FBA was going to bring in so much competition yeah. uh, as if FBA was so easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the contradiction was they're also as also as I was teaching FBA, they're like, oh, you're not selling as much anymore. You can't teach it because it's too hard. And I'm like, well, which one is it? Right. It's either so easy that if, yeah. a, if a target cashier overhears me saying it, he's going to quit on the spot and start a, a business. Or it's so hard that even though I've sold multiple millions of dollars on FBA back when no one even knew what it was, back, back before scanners existed, uh, it's so hard that, you know, I haven't sold in six months. So I, yeah, I don't really know the game anymore. Right. Like it's completely like it, it doesn't make any sense to think about it that way. Uh, these things are simple enough that you can learn them very quickly right like there's that malcolm gladwell's he's got a, a book like the where you become an expert takes ten thousand hours or whatever it does yeah. not take ten thousand hours to learn fba it does no. not take ten thousand hours <laughs> to learn how to read a, a scan and know if a product's profitable yeah uh, it might take some people longer than others uh but i would say if you if you spend a week take a week off of work everybody still has a, a full-time job this means 40 hours you're going to wake up instead of going to work you're going to commit to learning everything you can about a topic i would say that you could learn 90 percent of what you need to know i'm not saying you can become a chemistry teacher by studying chemistry for 40 hours but enough that what you <laughs> no, need you to know <laughs> to talk about to understand what chemistry is right now maybe you can't teach it to other people but 90 percent and the other the night get the 95 comes with like a year to get to 100 it gets that's the 10 years right there of course is a progression like that but merch but fba all these things don't psych yourself out and be like oh i don't have time to dedicate two years of my life to learning merch like no like two weeks like max yeah. part-time like <laughs> and it's a mind shift right because i'm 40 right so i went through the you graduate from high school you're expected to go to college doesn't matter you're going no matter what if you don't this like yeah. And that's what we thought to become an expert in something. You had to get a four-year degree. I'm like, my four-year degree it hangs on the wall behind this fake bricks right here. It doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> Such yeah. a joke. You know? yeah. I, I encourage I people. I don't regret college, but the idea of it is kind of ridiculous. Well, it's changing, right? Like, if, you know, if you've got kids these days, you might be like, I'm not sure if college is going to set, you know, fit the same, you know, need that it did for for this generation or for a generation before like it, it does yeah. change it's important to stay stay aware of those changes and it's the same thing with merch merch today is not what it was when it went on on september 2015 
Oh you know? God, no. In ways yeah. it's better, in ways it's worse, right? But yeah. do you want to spend your time complaining about, oh, I can't believe I got upload limits? Or do you want to be like, holy smokes, they rolled out pop sockets? It's awesome. Let's let's get to work, right? And yeah. I think this is like so that brings another point. And sorry guys for watching, like we'll probably go all over the place because we just have so much fun talking to each other. <laughs> so it's gonna be a little like unstructured. Bunch, bunch of freaking squirrels. Yeah, just we're just <laughs> we you know, we have so much we want to talk about, but um, but that idea, like one thing about you is you've stayed so uh, excited and you have so much energy through 10 years of Amazon. A lot of people, they get frustrated at some point along the timeline. They are like, oh, you know, we can't sell Nike or this happened or that happened or, you know, merch, uh, the shirts didn't smell good and I got a bad review and it's like <laughs> it's the end of the world. <laughs> I, if that happened to one of my shirts, I promise you I would not even notice yeah. right because i mean i get it but like that's not me like i'm not checking the reviews on my yeah. show I, I don't care because it's not something i can control right yeah so there, there's some advice guys if you can't control it don't spend time on it right i mean how many times like brown in the in the fba world someone returned something how can i find out why they returned oh. it? Like, <laughs> don't even bother who, who cares <laughs> Yeah, right? because it, what are you going to contact them? And be like, hey, we need to talk about what? No, like what? You can't contact them if you did. I mean, uh, they would report you to Amazon. Like you would be. It would, and then, and then the time no involved. The time involved, like yeah, to satisfy later, yeah. curiosity. That's all it is. They satisfy yeah. their curiosity. Oh, they return it because it doesn't matter. And the number of people that spend time on it. And I'm sure I've over the years I've spent time on things that don't matter. So it's not a I don't want anybody to think like, oh, we're trying to tell you guys what to do. We just want to like help you. So if you're if you're in a spot where like, oh yeah, I've gone through that. Like we're gonna tell you like mistakes and, and dumb things that we've done. So you're like, oh they made that mistake. Oh I'm doing that right now. I'm gonna stop doing it. Like until you don't have yeah. to wait until it blows up in your face and you get suspended. You know, we can tell you right now. I get I gave someone advice on the phone today. They're like hey, shirt selling really well. What shirt is it? Like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Take that down right away. And it was one of those, it took a long time to get approved. It was like a five-day approval for her. Uh, and I don't know why, right? And she doesn't know why. And may, you'll never know why. No. But she thought that because it took so long to get approved, it's because Amazon like approved it. Like, okay, yeah, this shirt's good to go. We're gonna defend it for you if, if it's oh. a takedown. I was like, that's not what approval means. No, no. <laughs> so I, I I didn't have, I don't want to burst her bubble, but I told her to take it down. And I would rather do that than, you know, get the call. Hey, my account got terminated. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll tell you the mistakes. I've gotten every single violation you could possibly get on a merch account. Every one of them. But my intent yeah. is never bad. Yeah. Right. And Amazon knows that as well. Amazon does not assume intent on sellers, on merch designers. But if you set off enough red flags, if you push enough buttons with Amazon, then the, the algorithm's going to say troublemaker and, and you're going to be out. Well, and I think I think that's a good example of too that there's really quite the transiency rate of people getting into wh whatever space it is and then leaving when their intent isn't good or when they're overwhelmed mm -hmm. with actually having to do something mm -hmm. like you you know you saying like shoot it's not two years to learn merch it's two weeks and yet there are complainers that are going to complain it takes two weeks. And so those are the people that are not going to be there. They're not going to be around, you know? They're not going to make it happen. So that makes no, the but, population... But they might in the future, right? So right. here's probably one... I would, it's kind of a mistake, but it's kind of like an altruistic, humble brag mistake. Uh, I want to help everybody. So like, 
I'll be like, oh, that guy's not doing good. Maybe he'll he'll get it in the future, even though statistically the odds are that no, I am wasting my time. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to find that balance. I think everybody needs to find that balance because we have limited time in the day. And, and, you know, most people are good people. The people that we consider bad people probably just have bad choices in their life. They're not even actually bad people. Uh, people want to help people. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can't help everybody. So you've got to you've got to accept that I can't help any number of people. But you, you really know, have to at the same time through your videos. So there's well, a lot of help. People. Yeah, you can help oh. as many as you can. Yeah. Right. But then there's room for other people to help other people. And you got to be OK saying, you know what? I can't help my man Joe over here, but I'm just going to trust that when he needs some help, he gets the help from the right person, whether it's a future video of mine or, or from your group or, or whatever it is, instead of chasing the help, if that makes any sense. Instead yeah. of like, no, I, I, Joe's my project. Like, I've got to make sure he succeeds. It's like, you know what? Sometimes people leave. How many people do we know that have left selling on Amazon? Oh gosh, yeah. so many. Yeah. And, I, and not for bad reasons. They were like, you know what? Same this with merch though. So many people have left selling on merch as well. And, and that's okay too. If it's not fun for them, if it's not worth their time, if they want to mm -hmm. pursue other things, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of like a theme for everything is like, it doesn't matter. None of it yeah. matters. Anytime you might think other people care. There's some cartoon I saw. Like when you're in high school, you think everybody's looking at you yes. in your twenties. Uh, you think your friends are like, like, and then like by the time you're 40 or 50, you realize no one was not just nobody's looking at you. Nobody was ever looking at you. Yeah. Figure it out. Like no one's looking like no one care. Like no one cares about the losses, <coughs> right? Like if you have real friends, they're going to support you through your wins. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're not going to care about the losses. So if, if you got people out there that are caring about your losses, like, they're like, oh, you're going back to work. Oh, what? You couldn't make it with FBA? You're like, uh, thank you for identi identifying yourself as someone I don't want to hang out with. Like, you don't even have to block or you like, you know what? That that person doesn't have my best interest in mind. So I'm going to move on. And uh, and maybe we'll be friends down the road. Right? Like, you yeah. never, like, I don't like the, like, the drawing the line in the sand. Right? I'm not yeah, a big no, fan of like blocking on Facebook. Uh, although I, I have blocked, and I have I have many people blocked uh, on Facebook. But I tell you, if I block you, you, you darn well earned it. <laughs> the only, uh, I, think the, I think the only person I blocked was this uh, guy from uh, Ghana or somewhere where he was just like, "Listen, he, if Helen blocks he, you, yeah, <laughs> he, he's the only one I think so far that's been blocked by me because he he tried to do one of those scams where you like um, say, you know, I'll send you something if you send me money first, like one of those kind of scams." <laughs> Oh, that's different than what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I know, but it cameras. was just like he was asking questions about merch and I was answering them. And at some point you could tell he was just frustrated, like, oh, this is too hard. I'm gonna go back to my old life of scamming people. <laughs> <laughs> and he immediately switched and instead of being like asking for questions about merch, he, he sent me one of those scams. Send me like, money. Oh my just send me God. money, Helen. I don't want to do There was that Facebook video that went around where like some guy was like asking for electronics to sell in like Uganda or something. Yeah. And, uh, and the guy said, look, if you want to make some money, I'll like take some pictures and I'm going to publish them in a book. And they became friends. And it was kind of a good example of like, if you're in a bad situation, I mean, the people who try to scam on the internet, it's because they literally don't have a better opportunity. And I, right. I, I should rephrase that. Right. They don't realize that they actually do have better opportunities. Yeah. Right. And if, and to take someone who's said, you know what? Life sucks. I'm, I'll be an internet scammer because, hey, my kids got to eat more than I care if that American lady has $800 in her account. Yeah. I, we would all probably do the same thing, but 
you can be anywhere in the world. If you have an internet connection, you can run a merch by Amazon business. And I would love for that message to be out there very clear. I, I would give away as much training as, as anybody in a, in a developing country would, mm -hmm. would take, would watch. I don't want their money at all. I would love for anybody anywhere to be like, Hey, I can do this and give them an, an out, give them that's a good I choice think. when all they have 14 decisions in front of them and they all suck. To me, that's so obvious. And I feel like it's one of the greatest things about merch. Like it's helping so many developing countries. And for some reason, most people really don't like that concept. That was one of oh, our most- scared. Americans are lazy. It's our mo most disliked video is the one where we talk about international sellers. They're like, we don't understand why you're trying to teach international sellers. And why would you do that? And blah, blah. <laughs> well, I'm I, like, I, dare you help people, Helen? Check I'm it out, like, check it out. It's so weird to me. <laughs> We're not gonna assume intent on those commenters. Yeah. Right? We're not going to assume intent because their point of view is valid in the sense that some countries, it's not that they don't respect uh, copyright and trademark. They don't understand it. Right. So That's when they true. do something that completely violates trademark and copyright, uh, instead of assuming intent that they're bad people, we say, yeah. hey, let's assume that they like benefit the doubt that they don't understand copyright and trademark. Now, there are select groups of international merch designers who know darn well what they're doing. And they're taking advantage of the system and they are being very nice. And I'm not talking about them. Uh, I can't help them, right? I don't know if I can shift their, their, their mindset, but I can shift the mindset of other, other countries and anyone else who's like, oh, I didn't realize I couldn't. I, th I thought Coca-Cola would like it if I, if I put their brand on a shirt because then people would see it. Like you can see where they're coming from and you have to say, no, 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 Coke will make their own because they want to make the money off it. And a good example of this, my brother works uh, in the video game world and he worked and lived in China for, I think, four or five years. Uh, and he was in charge of like these are like big games like Splinter Cell, Prince of Persia. These like like top tier games. He was, a, he was the lead animator on them. So he would be directing a team to make levels. Right. And if you know anything about like I'm gonna go shoot zombies in this warehouse, and I got to bust through the door. So every room is is made from scratch, like decorated with different things. And they were putting Coca-Cola two liter bottles on the counter in the kitchen. And my brother has to come in and say, no, 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 don't, don't do that. And I was like, why not? Like, get off. Like, what's like almost like upset. So this is very Chinese culture. It's like, why can't I put? And he, and he would say, you just can't. All right, we'll call Coca-Cola. They'll give us money and then we'll put them in. But we have to have a contract. And he, would, he even told me the story. He says, even then they didn't believe me. They didn't agree with me, but they did it because I was the boss. Right. They did it because they were told they were like, fine, this doesn't make any sense. But I'll take this. I'll take it out. I'll take out the two liters, <laughs> right? But they still didn't understand it because it's cultural, Yeah. right? So when you understand that about the international merch community, and I mean, this this could be, this should be the first video in, a, yeah. in an international, like you need yeah. to understand, even if you don't understand. And that's why we were doing do the things. video. That's why we were doing it to explain all the different things and, you know, all the different, you know, whatever. So... But anyway, you've you got to make recorded content for the international because yes, they, they're not going to have any money. Right. So you can't sell them a course. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was, uh, and you got to cross recorded. your fingers that they actually take it. Uh, <laughs> that's another anyway. thing. I mean, I, I know we're, this is squirrel all over the place. If, yeah. if you don't charge people for something, they're not going to be serious about it. Yeah. Right. So giving a course away to, to low income. Some people, some, is, and some people will take it seriously. I took all of your free content seriously. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I would I, uh, love to do a free course. It's $100. If you get to the end, I'll give you $100 back. 
Oh, that's a great right? idea. Like make them like go through the court. You want that money back? Hold them accountable. There is or a gym. There is a gym that does do that. There's a nice. gym that does that. They um they have some kind of thing where you have to pay a certain amount, and then if you really do lose that amount of weight or whatever your goal is, they give you the money back. Nice. <laughs> money is the motivator. Yeah. And put that on a t-shirt. There you go. So yeah, so a couple times in there you said like uh, not assuming intent. And before the show started, I was uh, sort of apologizing to Chris, and I was like, I'm "Sorry, I didn't make it to the conference. Like, I don't want you to think I was avoiding it or something. I just had a friend's wedding." He's like, "Why would I think you were avoiding?" It? <laughs> and so that caught, that started the conversation of like, you know, you can never assume people's intent, or you know, always assume that that people are. Are trying to do the right thing, not not that they're trying to do the wrong thing. Yeah, and what would you think of me if I was like talking behind your back, saying how <laughs> how upset I was that you didn't miss a wedding to gain <laughs> money to a like that, that'd be that'd be the dumbest thing I could do, right? Then, then yeah, I would I would look like the idiot, right? I would yeah. look like the bad guy. Uh, yeah, I've I spent a lot of time thinking, and I give this piece of advice: I do not listen to the radio in the car. I like to drive in silence. I think it's one of the few places where you actually get silence and think. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you think about things, you're, you're going to find some, you know, you can come up with some pretty good ideas, but you have to find that time, that time alone. And people don't, people don't get that too often anymore. No. That's why I thought of the intent thing. I was like, all these problems come back to people assuming intent, even, even myself. Like if I'm assuming someone's intention, Right, like, oh, someone left the door open, and now the house is cold. Like, what am I upset about? I'm, I, I would be upset if, like, I if they left it open on purpose, mm. right? But surely and clearly, nobody just leaves the door open on purpose. So I'm getting upset over nothing, right? Someone left the door open by mistake. Who freaking cares, right? <laughs> I, why am I getting upset? Why? Because I'm assuming intent, right? And it goes for everything. And I challenge everybody: next time you're upset about something or, or with somebody. Uh, think if you're assuming intent or if the other person is assuming intent uh and when they are you're like oh that's their that's their their problem right they're yeah. assuming intent yeah and it can happen so easily in facebook groups or on the internet or wherever because you're not seeing the person face to face you're just like you know trying to read something that they typed and you don't really know where they're coming oh, from or so what they're saying you're you're implying the tone of voice that they wrote it in <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, that, it's so different. It reminds me of um, way back before I started teaching when they talked to us about, I mean, geez, but at 21, what year was that? 2001, 2002, talking about early days of writing emails and how they can be really easily misconstrued. And I can remember being in college, like, you got to be careful, like a, a comma, you like incorrect punctuation, capital letters, like, you know, you know yeah, yeah, so. That, I never took that as screaming. I, I feel like people really like got offended by the capital letters and I was just like, what? Just someone too lazy to turn off the caps lock. <laughs> yeah. you know? you, you're assuming they intended yeah. to press the caps lock. Yeah, I mean, come Instead on. It was an accident and they're like, I don't even know how to turn it off. Right. And, and how is that shouting at you? Is there any <laughs> sound involved here? No. <laughs> well, we're changing the way we communicate, right? We've gone from like yeah. hieroglyphics and we're back to, to emojis now. Yeah. You know? and it's, it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just that the way we're communicating is changing. 
and people get upset over oh it's not like it was in the good old i mean i got kids my kids are 11 and 9 i am very aware that the world that they are living in now and will grow up into is different than the world i grew up in mm -hmm. and that's okay a lot of people are like oh it's different not okay because if it's not uh if it's not the same then they're thinking that that maybe theirs is worse or theirs is wrong um uh, no one wants to know like the, the future for their kids is better right or is yeah. right because yeah. it has it has more women's rights and it and less racism to be like wait a minute that means that that in my life was worse and i don't <laughs> like that so i'm gonna get upset it's like no you should be happy like don't dwell on the fact that you lived in a, in a time that was worse on a spectrum of morality whatever you want to call it be happy that your kids are going to live in a place that's better right like yeah. it's the same thing but what are you seeing you're seeing the negative or you're seeing the positive the yeah. thing doesn't care how we react to it. I'm just glad that the world's generally getting better. I and, and I'm glad you think that some people don't think it's getting better. You, oh, whatever. Chris, Chris always looks at everything as like everything is. You see the good in everything. Everything which, is good. There's nothing to complain about. That's what I think. Next I, time I, you you talk to somebody who says things are getting worse or whatever, tell them tell me what year you would like to live in. I know. <laughs> if they don't say 2019, they're a liar. Yes, right? I agree. Because medicine is better now. Uh, the internet's faster than it's ever been. Yeah. The TVs are bigger and cheaper. <laughs> like, like babies are living longer. Like, like everything is better. You know what, better. <laughs> this, this is crazy. I've been thinking a lot about this, especially those of us that were born late 70s, early 80s. We are in this weird, like, cohort of, like, not having the internet and not having a phone. And then all of a sudden, like, just... It's in our face. And then a lot of people either just, we, we just devoured it and like took it on and figured out how to use it. And now obviously our children, it's a way of life for them. But there's a lot of others that like never crossed the threshold. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm ready to claim for I'm our generation. That was want... the best invention ever, the internet. Claim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I still remember like index cards going down like you had to know the dewey decimal system <laughs> and the like, library catalog yeah go through yeah. the card catalog and like open a book and write your report that way you know it's amazing but that's also a good example for anyone in this group or older like all of this stuff online now has come so far that even if you didn't have that experience and even if you didn't grow up in this time period doesn't matter you can actually learn it very very easily there's just so many like tools and stuff that in software and education out there that exists that like puts this at everyone's fingertips it's crazy yeah my, uh, my grandparents took a class it was like internet for seniors <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they learned how to do the internet i mean it was brilliant because yeah. they're not gonna listen to like you know the youngins yeah <laughs> they don't know nothing you know <laughs> let's go take a class yeah you know what this awesome. makes me think of is appreciation Yes, right? you're the we, best with appreciation. Well, I'm I'm 40, right? I haven't hit 41. I got my 40. I was born in 1978. Um, so like, just like Brianna said, I know, like I graduated in 96. So I'm like right on that line of like my rich friends in high school had pagers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're a rich friend. I love that. Right? Only the rich kids had pagers. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because I had a freaking pager. I don't even know why. <laughs> uh, Nine you had to be super rich, but like you had to be not super poor, right? Yeah, That's yeah. 
Uh, but you know, we had no cell phones through high school. We had no internet. There was no computer yeah. lab. It was after I graduated. And then we got like, my brother got me on America online with the cuckoo <laughs> and all that. I still remember it. You know, I, I actually, the, the, that sound reminds me of a smell because I had like a Valentine's like kind of candy basket thing. And while I'm waiting for like the internet, I would like eat the worst of the candy. Cause it was all like cheap, crappy, hard candy. You uh, associated the two? I, I, when I hear that sound, I smell this cheap uh, <laughs> Valentine's candy. Because I was like, come on, like, get going. I was out a book. I'm like, super <laughs> slow. And then, you know, I went to Texas AM and, like, that's when cell phones got cheap. I was like, oh, three minutes after, you know, nine o'clock, everybody's like, hell yeah, like, let me buy your cell phone. We all call on our moms after nine o'clock. Yeah. So uh, listen, everybody needs to, everybody needs to replay this of Chris, right? And yeah. then go back and complain because there's a vinegar smell on your t-shirt. That was yeah. bad. Whatever. Like, we had problems back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Things are easier today. I mean, like yes. print on demand business in 96. Like, no, yeah. you couldn't like the things you can do today. And, and that, when you don't have anything to compare it to, and here's like a parenting lesson. Right. And, and I, I don't know a way around this. So that's probably one of my biggest frustrations uh, of having kids and being a parent is that my kids don't know the way it used to be. Like they don't actually know, yeah. right? They don't know what it feels like to, to not be in communication, to not have fast internet, to not, or to have to watch a commercial during a television show yeah. that you're watching. They had to come home and, and like, oh, they don't know what that feels like. So they don't appreciate how awesome it is. Like my kids did, they saw a live commercial. I remember the first time they saw a live commercial it was on like on live sports. And they're like, daddy, fast forward it. Cause we'd always TiVo Thomas the train and all that. They had yeah. never watched a live commercial in their lives. And they're old enough to talk and like understand what's going on. I said, I can't, I can't skip it. It's live. And they both looked at me like, what's live TV. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a concept that they had. If you grew up with everything that you ever wanted, it's on TiVo. You're like, Oh, I can watch whatever I want. Like they don't yeah. know. And when you don't know, it can be hard to appreciate. And I don't, yeah. I don't think but that I they're think, unappreciative, but yeah. I think if they had, if they, knew and really conceptualized the way it yeah. used to be they would realize how amazing it is you would think that but there's a lot of other 40 year olds you're not the only one and they don't have that appreciation that you have so it's it, i think it's something that that you some people are more able to remember how things were and appreciate things as you as everything gets better and better you appreciate it more and more and some people are still find the things wrong they're still like well I probably have a probably a lot of people who are 40 and, and listening. There's probably there's probably gonna be a, a pretty big group of people with college degrees, they're 40 years old and they've worked one job their entire life. Yeah. There's probably a lot. And so anybody in the if you're watching chat, whatever, like there's there's one call to like type something in. If you are <laughs> if you're 35 to 45 and you've worked one job out of school and that's it. Because if that's your life it is going to be difficult to start looking and seeing like, oh, I could start a merchant Amazon business in my spare time. Like that's, that's not a world that they're Yeah, it's a foreign concept. Yeah. yeah. So you got to kind of get to that, that level first to be like, oh, wait a minute. There's a lot of people out here doing this. It's not just me who has this entrepreneurial kind of itch that I'm trying to scratch and my friends, family, neighbors, and, and all this stuff don't care and laugh at me. But I, I, I still feel it that I really want to pursue something. It's normal. Like, yeah. We're out here, but they didn't know it. And then they have to kind of conceptualize that we're out here, find the right groups, watch the right channels, like make these connections. It's not, uh, it's often not an overnight process, which is another, I don't want to say it's like a fault, but like when someone comes in and they don't see what we're trying to do, 
early on. Sometimes people get upset. Sometimes people lash out. Sometimes people get confrontational. And I try not to assume intent to be like, dude, you just you don't understand what this group's about. Teresa, don't feel. Uh, Teresa says she feels older than dirt. Teresa, you are doing this business, and no, you're. No, you feel as old. You are as old as you feel. And you, no, she's coming. amazing. She's doing this business, and she's traveling the world in her uh, RV. Teresa's a badass. She's living the I life she Teresa. wants. Laura said there's a, a video going around on Facebook. That's uh, two teenagers trying to figure out how to dial a rotary phone. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That is funny because I remember thinking it was hard, and I was a kid. So it is a little weird. My uh, my grandparents they owned a business and they had a rotary phone, and they must have had the last rotary phone in all of the county where you still had to like rent it from the phone company, and like kids would walk home from school i can remember like being in high school and all that and like they'd be like can i use your phone and they'd go in and they were like what do we do with that thing <laughs> and that was even back then you know i can't imagine now it seems like so, such a really slow way of dialing which is so, like why are you about to say something chris oh i was just gonna say that my phone number had two zeros in it so nobody even liked calling me i was like the worst number to call oh, yeah. you go, like all the way around oh yeah all the way. <laughs> you know, if you messed up, you're like, oh, I have to start you gotta start over. over. Yep. What about yeah. the light up phones where you could see through them? Those are cool. Oh, those, those are cool. Awesome. My yeah. friend had one. I was so we jealous. didn't have one. Me too. Yeah. I didn't have one either. Dude, I, I have my own phone. phone. That didn't happen. So fourth the, grade. Fourth. The or fifth only grade people's phone, phone numbers I know are people that I knew before cell phones. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nobody memorizes numbers anymore. Did you guys ever have a VCR with um a remote that had a cord? No. I swear yeah. <laughs> it was from like nineteen eighty-one or something. I was like, we pulled it out one time because we just used the regular VCR and I was like, there's a remote. And I was like, you know, eight or nine, and I plugged it in. I was like, wait, why is there a cord? And it was like play, stop. <laughs> And I think maybe a pause button. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's well, old school. That's really old. And and now we got this. This, this is your VCR. This is your TV. This is your dial-up in high-speed internet. Yeah. This is you, and you can now, and people don't remember, when merch came out, you could not upload from mobile. The site was, it wouldn't work. Nope. I don't remember exactly when they changed it, but now you can upload and run everything. Yes, I've done it. Yep. Just a phone. You get an internet. You could get a Goofy phone which is going to work in 140 different countries out of the box and that's it and run your entire merch business from there get on any plane you want land in any country with your, that they'll take your passport and run your merch business right like our parents couldn't do that yeah our Jeff parents said, should be uh, mad at us right? how about they a phone be... without a dial you had to contact the operator <laughs> that's old <laughs> well and, and you know what like chris what you're talking about is just making me think about the fact that like the opportunities like this is a huge one and a powerful one but like the opportunities really are endless and like look back to a generation before us two generations before us what were your options like you didn't have any right like you kind of like, open a restaurant a or something and that's yeah it. Like, like you pick a career and you roll with it yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you were if you found some kind of way to get a loan or something but yeah it's yeah, I guess people mostly would work and then maybe like use all their life savings to try to open this restaurant or something. Yeah, and then nine out of ten restaurants fail anyway. It's yeah, like, yeah. If so anyone it, should be mad, it should be our parents and our our grandparents. And yeah. one of the stories I haven't told it in a while, but you guys haven't heard it. 
uh, my mom worked in the printing industry for like 35, 40 years, like mm -hmm. printing everything that, that gets printed. The big machines that are long as like three school buses and the paper goes in one side and folded advertisements for Circuit City come out the other, like massive, massive machines. Uh, and then I get into self-publishing on, on Amazon and I'm publishing books. And I, you know, I, I tell, yeah, I uploaded it, you know, uh, last night and I ordered it today and I did overnight shipping. So it's going to be here tomorrow. And she's kind of like, you don't know you have yeah. and like in a, in a tone of voice like you don't know how good you have it. You don't know what that would have taken time wise and money wise. And I'm, and here I am, what am I doing? I'm complaining that I can't get it even faster. Yeah. I'm like, why can't I upload it and order it on the same day? Why do I have to wait one day to get approved, make it faster. And she's like, it's fast. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> that is really fat. And Amazon yeah. don't make it faster. Right. Like, but you don't. That's what I mean. And just being it's able hard to have to like appreciate a it if you don't know the past. Just being able to have like backspace and stuff like that. You can just type fast and make a mistake. It's fine. Like my grandmother had to type everything. It had to be perfect. There was no like you could. Like she did, I think, legal documents or something where you weren't allowed to do like white out over it or something. So it had to be perfect. Um, well, I took typing in high school, right? Yeah, that, that was good. You know, glad I did that with the little white strips you put in. <laughs> yeah. And then she was wasn't even allowed to use the white strips. So it's like it had to be perfect. Remember the old printers that were like took a year to print? Oh, with the pages? holes like, on the side of the paper? <laughs> oh. I was like, oh my gosh, let's print this thing. Yeah, dot oh, matrix. Those were sweet. And then it was oh, like my purple ink. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's 845, guys. I feel like we're still at the intro, like just talking. <laughs> but so hey, sometimes this is what an audience needs. It's just to like it just like just chill. It's like um whatever, just have fun. But what do you think, uh, what do you, speaking of all these opportunities, what do you think uh, are some of the opportunities this year with merch? Like, do you think that it's getting better? Do you feel like it's getting too saturated? What do you think? Well, you're going to kind of see what you want to see, if you think yeah. of it that way. You know, like a generic <laughs> answer around everything tech yeah. is it's going to get bigger and better and faster and cheaper, which is good, 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 right? Uh, as platforms grow, they figure out problems that they have. They they might have some fires that they can't put out because they're putting some other ones out. And you can find any type of negative or or bad or 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 something to dwell on. Uh, but the goods always outweigh the bads, in, in my opinion, right? And I'm not. Everybody thinks I'm like an Amazon ambassador and an Amazon cheerleader and an yeah. Amazon this. Uh, and I'm like, I just call it like I see it. I'll call Amazon out when they do something stupid. When they ask yeah. me for a tip. On my Whole Foods order, like, oh, I remember you got mad about that. I still, I messaged everybody I put Amazon saying this is because it's not very Amazon like, right? That's yeah, why yeah. it caught me off guard. I will yeah. pay six bucks to have it delivered. Yeah, but but don't tell me if I don't tip this guy that he he might not be getting paid enough because yeah. you're not paying him. <laughs> the old guilt trip tip. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, I'll call them out when when they do something stupid, you know, yeah. like. And they're growing, so I'm not going to assume intent. I'm going to yeah. assume that it's something that they're going to look at the data and they potentially fix it. Uh, but for merch specifically, I think you're going to see uh, more markets expand. I think you're going to see additional products. I think you're going to see people get approved faster. I think you're going to see designs get approved faster. I think you're going to see improved kind of copycat type detection where if someone uploads something too similar, Amazon's going to catch it with software before it ever even goes live. Uh, the platform's going to get better. At the same time, you know, could they? Could it be so popular that you know they have a hard time keeping up with production? Possibly. Is it still amazing? 
absolutely right like so yeah. it is it's, you see what you want to see yeah um, well i saw like uh they when merch started for anyone who doesn't know they only had two t-shirt options and then it was they only had until, one printer <laughs> yeah one printer and two t-shirt options and they kept running like it was all this chaos because it's like it was so much demand it's like it and I, it took until november 2017 before they added long sleeve shirts so that's two full years of just two t-shirts and it was a lot of like colors would run out the freezes would happen every q4 but then from november 2017 until july 2018 it was uh long sleeves sweatshirts hoodies pop sockets england and germany all in like nine months and uh and the q4 went perfect so when that happened to me i was like i feel like they they at this point they have all the printers they figured out the business like they could have as many products as they want this year. That 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 was my like feeling, but I don't know. Well, they, they figured some things out. They yeah. people have to keep in mind that what merch is doing has never been done before. Yeah. Uh, you know, even if you understand selling a little bit, to understand that okay, now we're gonna take a product that literally doesn't exist. Yeah. We're gonna assign 85 different ASINs to it, right? For all these different color and size variations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to keep track of the women's green mediums and not take orders for them once it gets the stock gets too low and, right right and how do we take one asin out of a a, a page like these are complicated problems yeah you know? and i i think of a i saw an interview with the, the head of youtube uh who was taking some heat because some of the ads that were on certain channels and certain videos you know might have been inappropriate or or the video was inappropriate or the ad was inappropriate for the video whatever it was uh and he and he kind of said hey we are trying to like catalog every video in the world and have it serve up to any device in the world instantly. So that's <laughs> By a the way. Big, big problem that we're, you know, we're pretty good at it, Yeah, but we're still trying to figure it out, right? It's, there's still these and I think systems that are huge and People got frustrated with merch because it felt like they were learning so much slower than some of the other platforms. But I'm like, you gotta understand, like these are, they have billions of customers or billions of sales. Like it's such a higher scale than these other platforms that to me, it was like, of course, it's going to take a little longer to figure out because it's the amount you have to print every day is just astronomical. Yeah. And Amazon's putting the customer first through all of this. So everything yeah. that they did, while it might frustrate a designer is keeping the, 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 the buyer uh, happy, keeping the customer happy. Like, well, what do you mean? They don't have any black extra large. Well, what are you going to do? Take orders for them and piss off all the customers? Like, what's the alternative? No, they're doing the yeah. best they can by saying, look, we're not going to take orders for it. Sorry, it was your best selling shirt. You know, but it's they're assuming intent. Oh, Amazon took my stuff down. I was selling too much. <laughs> Amazon wants you to sell too much. Yeah. Right? They want you to sell just as much as you. Amazon makes money when you make money. And how right? grateful they should everybody that. be that this year there was no real freeze? But that's yeah, what where's all the posts about that, right? Where's all the posts about how yeah. awesome Amazon is? There yeah, no freeze that's what I really want to get excited about because I feel like a lot of people have, including myself, like I'm working on building brands this year and everything, like a lot of people have sort of gone off on their own little path away from merch. But I I feel like it's it's really starting to come together, like they, they're not running out of shirts, they're not. You know the shirts are getting delivered faster they added a lot of new products and i feel like they're going to add a lot more new products and new platforms because it seems like they they completely get it now how to do this business so to me i'm like every time you upload a design it could exponentially be on so many more products in the future 
and maybe they'll improve the upload process so you can upload it and have it go on everything at once. So I don't know. I don't want to slow down. Like I'm still trying to upload as much as I can and, and stick with merch because I feel like it's getting so much better. Yeah, you guys, you guys all know Andy Slammons, I'm guessing. Yes, I right? do. He's got a, a great line about FBA and he says the best time to get into FBA is, is 2008. Mm -hmm. And the second best time is right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Which is true. I mean, you can't go back in time, right? Like, yeah. so it, it would be worse to to wait for the future. Mm -hmm. You should do it right now. So, getting into merch, you know, like that's why. It, is it perfect now? No, but it's pretty close. I mean, I don't really know what anybody really has to complain about it today. Uh, but the past three years, there are plenty of things you could have complained about. It was still awesome. It was still an like to think, you know, and anybody that comes from a seller background gets it, right? Mm -hmm. Product page when it sells, I get money. I do nothing. Yeah, I'm interested. Right? <laughs> Sold. Like, like, I, I shouldn't have to like really convince somebody to get into, <laughs> into merch when you understand Amazon. And most people, they, they're starting to. I mean, it's yeah. harder to find someone now who doesn't know what Amazon Prime is or at least or doesn't have Amazon Prime. Yeah. A lot of people still don't know what FBA is and even fewer people know what merch is. But then when you tell them and say, well, merch is it's print-on-demand apparel. You get product pages on Amazon. And you know when they sell, Amazon's going to do all the work and you're going to get money. That's a quick enough like elevator pitch to get them interested to be like, okay, it doesn't cost money. I can make money and I don't have to do work. Sounds a little too good to be true, but but I'm listening. All right. So tell me more about like like who makes the images, right? Like and you and you get into that conversation. Mm -hmm. I would hate that that conversation today, you know, and I get you know, I'm probably responsible for more than half the people getting into retail arbitrage and online mm -hmm. arbitrage. Uh, but teaching it back then was it was a lot easier and simpler. It was mm -hmm. to say, look. Go scan some stuff, put it all in a box. It's all going to go the same place. You're going to have no competition. It's all going to sell in 24 hours. And you'll never get a question. You won't have to, you'll never have to <laughs> check the contents of a box. You don't have to check your message. You don't have to check Seller Central ever. You just get paid. That's what FBA used to be like. <laughs> yeah, I really was. Now, I would not teach FBA and retail arbitrage and book scanning to just any old grandma, which I taught hundreds of grandmas because grandmas could do it in 2010, 2011, 2012. Right, mm -hmm. it's a different game now. A grandma could do it, but it's a more full time gig for that grandma. Mm -hmm. Where if it's a grandma who wants to be very passive, I would send them to merch. Yeah, the opportunities change, and and you know, I do, I did kind of tease that I have like a little bit of a big announcement. Um, yes. So I don't know how late you guys want to go. We can yeah, go a we little could, bit. We normally we do an hour, so we're already towards the end. But we could whatever you want. We can. What what I feel I'm good at, and you and you guys, you know, tell me if you think I'm right or if I, you know, if you would redefine it differently. But I do feel that that my best strength for people is talking to them one on one, finding out where they're at, what they want to do, what they're good at, uh, what their goals are, and then kind of giving them some advice, not telling them what to do. No one should listen to. Like, I don't tell anybody what to do. I tell yeah. I tell people what maybe they should do if they want, but I don't tell anybody what to do. Uh, but when I find out people have these strengths and talents and interests and never realize that they put them together and made a YouTube channel with a, a merch store in the description and they could really enjoy helping people, making content uh, and making money at the same time from home, they're like, whoa, that's a really good idea. How do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, I don't. I just know other people that do that. Right. Or they're like, hey, I want to sell on Amazon because I, I saw this video where this guy made $10,000 buying clearance at Walmart. I'm like you live in the middle of nowhere, right? Like <laughs> you don't have a Walmart close. And like, and we talk a little more and they're like, yeah, I got this degree in graphic design, but you know, I never really use it. I'm like, have you heard of merch by Amazon? They're like, no, what's that? I'm like, you should do that. Oh, you're like the best ever. Chris, you told me about, I was like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm the best ever for doing that. I just kind of feel I have this talent to kind of sort 
people in to say, look, where, where are you at and where you want to go? And here's a platform over here that I guarantee they've never heard of. And I've been trying lately to not assume, not intent, but not assume people's goals. Because a lot of people want to make a million bucks. And then you find people that want to make a million bucks a month, right? I can't help you make a million bucks a month. That, that's <laughs> I'm not that guy. But I can help you make extra money on the side doing any number of things in very few hours from home while you keep your full-time job and benefits and coworkers that you like anyway. And I've, I've probably over or, or underestimated the number of people who are thrilled to death to make a thousand bucks a month. Thrilled to death. And that is very attainable for almost everybody, yeah. right? They want to keep their job. They want to have their vacation fund, their college fund, uh, just their emergency fund, just their, hey, if something happens at work, I know I can spend more time on this you know, kind of hustle or just, they just want to have some kind of side hustle uh, just for their own personal, you know, it's just what, who they are, what they want to do. Uh, helping people do that to me is very easy. Uh, and I enjoy doing it, but it's completely unscalable, right? I can't talk to everybody. Brianna, like Chicago, we, me and you. <laughs> that, that was amazing what you guys did. <laughs> 20 minutes every three people an hour for eight straight hours no breaks no nothing and i guarantee those people i can't guarantee it but i would i would bet that more people there out of that day got more value out of that 20 minute conversation with either me or you uh, or a lot of us did both right smart people yep. signed up for both yep. uh, than they did at the entire conference because at the one-on-one -on -one personalized oh this is what I'm doing. Oh, you really think that what I'm really good at could be turned into a business and give them the confidence and permission to do so. And then give them a little bit of a, a path to say, you know what, if I were you, I'd focus on YouTube, Instagram, and Merch by Amazon. You're going to hear a bunch of other stuff, block it out because Snapchat is, is not for you right now. Okay. Maybe later. Right. So get, get them focused. And they're like, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. I, I, that's what I needed to hear. That's who I needed to hear it from. Cause they looked up to me. They trusted me. They looked up to Brianna. They trusted Brianna and they, they got at the right time and they took that action. So that being unscalable, my best effort to scale it is to do uh pro, not, well, not their live. Uh, it's basically a, a free coaching podcast where what you anyone can come on, We'll talk about whatever you want and anyone can listen to the replay. So people can say, you know what? That's me. I'm the grandma who doesn't, who lives 45 minutes from a Walmart. Uh, my daughter has a degree in graphic design and I, I know we can work together and do something. I'm like, yeah. And you can get that. And 45 people can get that from listening to the replay because I can't coach 46 people. Yeah. Right. So I got to do the one for, for everybody else. That's um, awesome. That'll so be I'm so starting great. To, so I'm taking appointments. Nice. How can people sign up? chrisgreen.com and then where how do they do how's the replay work chris i'll put the replay up on iTunes. it'll be like a regular podcast uh okay. as well as on youtube so you can watch the video replay I'll, and I'll, I'll try to edit out any of the dumb stuff you know because not not every everyone's going to go perfect for for replay yeah. you know but people can also listen and go along live um and it's my best you know i'm just trying to find the best way to that. scale it yeah, uh, and I enjoy helping people one on one. I wish I recorded the lady I talked to today because it was a really good call in in the sense of it it made me look really smart. Right? <laughs> you are really smart, <laughs> but I am aware like that's what I get out of it, right? So for someone, to, I'll do a free coaching call with you, but you have to let me look really smart and coach you, <laughs> right? Like I get the content, and if someone wants private, we can work that out. But to go to go free, I'll coach people for free. 
but we get to use it to to inspire and help everyone else as a recording. Uh, that's the plan, at least. And we'll kind of I love that plan. I think that'll be great. And yeah. you guys can sign. This isn't like just for newbies, you know. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm very maybe I will thankful. Sign up. I'm blessed that I know pretty much every expert in the Amazon world. So I'd like to I also have, you know, ask the expert kind of things. Um, cool. But a few times, you know, a few episodes every week, I want it to be completely free coaching where someone could just like, this is where I'm at. This is what I want to do. What do you suggest? Um, and I say, for whatever reason, I seem to be good at that. So if I can be good at that and scale that to as many people as possible in a, in a system. And, and that's another thing. I want to document it so people can say, hey, I want to do what Chris Green does. I'm like, good. Here's the system. You record it live, you edit it out. Here's where you upload the audio. Here's where you upload the video. You know, it, it, I'm not trying to make anything about me. If someone can do free coaching calls about Amazon and, and side hustles better than me, please put me out of business. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because the audience, the customer should win. Yeah. Uh, I, I challenge anybody. You're, uh, yeah, you're definitely a few steps ahead of, of uh, most of us. But, but anyway. It's not I, just I think it's merch. That's what I want. You know, I want to talk about self-publishing. I want yeah. I want to talk about building YouTube audiences, networking with Instagram influencers. You know, it's a matter of if you don't know the pieces, you can't put them together. And even if you know the pieces but can't put them together, it's not going to do any good. So do you if know I could people at YouTube? It, that's how I would Chris, do it. Chris, do you know people at YouTube? Not I, at YouTube, but I, I, I know somehow, a lot of YouTubers that are pretty. I somehow messed up our channel where we don't get monetized. <laughs> So I need well, to How figure... are you trying to monetize? Let's talk about No, that. I mean, I can't, or we don't have AdSense. Good. So I, at all. Good. Okay, well, there you go. See, if that's, you had that's AdSense, kind of... I would tell you to turn it off. Really? Like okay, cool. Now I don't videos. feel bad. <laughs> yeah. This is one thing I learned about YouTube. 48 hours of YouTube is uploaded, or 48 hours of video is uploaded to YouTube every minute. Uh -huh. Two whole days worth every minute, uh -huh. right? So like, you can't watch all of it. So if someone actually watches your stuff instead of any of the other stuff, uh -huh. be super thankful and don't put an ad in front of it. Cause you're going to, yeah. if a hundred people click and you lose 28 people to the ad, yeah, it ain't worth it. You'd rather have those 28 views who could, who could turn into email subscribers, who could purchase designs or, or any of these things instead yeah. of, Oh, well, we, we collected 14 cents on our ad. This, like, is, this is another reason why you're smart, because you think long-term, big picture. That's that's what a lot of people miss. They're thinking like, well, I want to make the five cents right now. <laughs> no. I mean, and, yeah. you just have to drive so much traffic to ads. You know, even the big accounts, they get millions of views on, on every video. I mean, yes, they, they make a few thousand dollars uh, yeah. per video, which sounds amazing. But when you understand Amazon, there are a lot of different ways to make a few thousand dollars and the audience is the more valuable part. You want yeah. them to watch your video. You want to have that call to action, sign up for my email list and buy my $600 course instead of, you know, Hey, subscribe, watch all my videos. And I'm going to make a dollar six off of you all year. <laughs> right? Like there are easier yeah. ways to make more than a dollar six. Yeah. And like, like with merch, one t-shirt, one t-shirt, yeah. right? You're going to make them watch an ad. No, forget like, Awesome. Okay. I like Once that. the ads on, on my stuff like that. Perfect. And speaking of, of uh, we haven't even said, I mean, I've said it before, but not yet on this show. Um, when I, when we, all of us started merch money, I was only thinking of it like a YouTube 
show. I wasn't thinking of it as like, oh, we need a website or we need a Facebook group or we need all this stuff. Um, so when I finally was like, oh, I should get a website, I looked up uh, Merch Money and I was like, oh, Chris Green. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least, at least you looked up who owned it instead of looked it up. Oh, it's taken and and given up, right? Yeah. Like you went one step further. Well, let's see who owns it. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. good, it's someone I know. Well, right. yeah. So I tried. I tried to buy it from him. He's like, he's like, you can just have it. I'm like, what? So I really want to thank you for that. That was really nice of you. Well, that's uh, a really good example, though, too, uh, Chris, of how long you've been in the community. I yeah. mean, like, Chris was already steps ahead. Like, thinking buying up domain names, and you know, I don't know how long you owned it for, but um, you know, that, that just it was just an example. It was like the, uh, only a few months that Merch had been around, and he bought all the merch website so that was awesome it was so obvious where merch was going and i'll, I'll tell you this a little insight so obvious info. to you that is not so obvious to everyone like that's what's one of your great talents is you're so yeah it's one of your main uh sort well, of. so many times but yeah, <laughs> I, where I you're able in, to see the what what is a good opportunity sometimes you know like i i stay in my lane with with expertise because like there are plenty of things where i i didn't see it coming like jet i didn't see jet taking over you know, and getting so big that Walmart had to buy them out. Uh, I could have, there was a contest for like a hundred shares of jet stock or something. If you got the most people to sign up for jet. And I had, I had somebody message me saying, Hey, you should get more, a lot of people to sign up for jet in case it gets big. And I'm like, I ain't wasted my time with that. Those shares ended up being worth like three and a half million dollars. Yeah, I love right. hearing Gary V talk about Uber. Cause it's the same thing. It's like, Oh, I don't it's think Uber thing. is going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> the past is the past, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can don't dwell on your losses instead of yeah. being like, okay, like learn from them and be like, oh, I remember when I messed that up and I'm not going to do that again. And yeah. you may have to mess it up three, four or five times. Like it, it doesn't matter. Uh, but I mean, merch was very clear to me because of my Amazon history. Yes. Right. So it's not that I, I anyone else that saw it might not have seen, but I mean, there's other people who, who saw it without an Amazon background and got in really early and then, and thought it was great. So it's, it's not unique, but it's like when you believe something, I encourage people to kind of go for it a little more than like to tell their family and their family says, that's stupid. And they're like, oh, you're right. That is stupid. Like yeah. if, if you actually believe <laughs> So many it, people do that, by the way. <laughs> I get it. You know, like, like it's there, it can be hard to overcome. You know, if you're looking for other people's approval, which is why I, I do suggest people hang out in the Facebook groups that they identify with the most and they get support and they get encouragement and they don't get like any, any of the bad vibes and the negativity and all that stuff, uh, you know, for that, for that very reason. So that you, when you have an idea, people come along and support you or they give you good feedback and say, you know what, that looks like a good idea, but it's probably got these types of flaws and it's it's feedback. It's not like criticism and hate or anything, right? Like you, you don't want blind support, right? Like, hey, I'm going to go like, you know, I'm, I'm going to lease another car today. Like, no, you've already leased seven cars, buddy. Like the eighth, that's, that's a bad idea. <laughs> you, know? you don't want, you don't want blind support, you know, but but you do want positivity in your life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's oh, oh the websites. Yeah. I mean, I, I got myself in trouble. I bet you guys don't know this story. Uh Amazon called one day. Yeah. <laughs> not email, not letter in the mail. Oh, man. The, the day phone. I get an Amazon call, be like, oh if you get a if you get a 206 number on your phone, <laughs> you should probably answer it. Uh it's gonna be somebody from Amazon. And they're like, yeah, we're going to need that FBA power domain because we're trademarking FBA. And we're like, oh. So I, I said, all right, well, let me let me talk to uh, somebody. Uh, and I called uh, our lawyer and I said, you know, this is what's up. 
And then he's like, yeah, you're going to lose. So just don't fight it. Just give it to them. Uh, so we did. But I also had like a hundred other FBA domains. Oh, my God. But they... I wasn't squatting, right? This isn't like squat. Like I had FBA books and I wanted to build a site where it would yeah. filter and sort out all the books that are only FBA eligible. Because at the time there weren't many, right? Yeah. So like, and have an affiliate site link. You know, everything's affiliate linked on top yeah, of yeah. it. So somebody who wants FBA books can come to this site. Uh, just I had all kinds of things like that with plans for every one of them. Yeah. Uh, Amazon said, yeah, we're going to we're going to need all of those. It's like, shoot. Well, all right. Well, let's just let's that was a fun little ride. We gave them all over to uh, to Amazon. But then oh, merch man. comes along and merch was already a word. Right. Like yeah. people use the word merch to describe merchandise. Yeah. Uh, that already existed, but it wasn't like taken with all of the, the domains, like, like merch money and merch right. power and, right. and merch. Every, like I, I, I probably had, I don't know. I guess I have 30 or something merch domains at this point, but merch was already a word. So yeah. Can't You're like, they can't come get it. They, they can't <laughs> come after it unless you somehow imply affiliation. Like uh, yeah. merch by amazon.com was available for sale. I don't know who had it, uh, but they had merch by Amazon. They were selling it for $2,400. And I actually messaged the head of merch and I said, look, if you promise not to take this from me, I'll buy it and I'll make a great site promoting merch by Amazon. And here's something to know about Amazon, depending on how, and Brianna, I know you've, you've interacted with them a lot. Yeah. Um, if they don't answer you, it's probably no, right? Like, <laughs> it's probably like, it's probably not a good idea, but they're not going to tell you it's not a good idea. Right. They're just going to pretend you didn't ask that question. <laughs> right. And that's their way of kind of like, look, if I, I can't say it, <laughs> but, I, but by not saying yes, I need you to get the gist of this, that oh. that's a bad idea. Uh, so I went two rounds with them on it because uh, I really wanted to know. And I, you know, I didn't get any answer. So it, was, it, it would have been a bad idea. It would basically would have been uh, you lose $2,400 because as soon as they ask for it, they get it. You know, legally, they would get it. Like, you can't be like, no, no, I'm merch by Amazon. It's like, give me a break. Like, it's not even close. So I didn't waste my money. It's not on the market yeah. anymore. I don't know what happened to it. Maybe Amazon ended up finally getting it. But uh, I, I do encourage, I would love to do like a, a webinar about buying domains. Uh, it's a lot easier than people think. If you if you know what you're doing, you can get some, I, I still say you can get some pretty good domains, even off the secondary market for fair, very fair prices, especially if you know how to search for expired ones. And, uh, you know, a good domain great. matters. So I'm glad you got merch money and merch, merch Thank dot you money. For doing that. Yes, I, you gave me both. Yes. Thank I don't you. know how much dot money is to renew. So you might want to double check that. <laughs> I, I renewed. Cheap. First year is cheap. The next year is like, oh, by the way, that's $200 a year. No, it wasn't that how much. I think it was like $40 or something. I forget, but it, I did it. Well, it's more than a dot com. So, yeah. So, no, we well, lost Amy. A yeah, Amy just messaged. She said she had to go. We we normally <laughs> stop at nine. So, but I was like, I did not want to stop you because, you know, I, whatever. We uh, we're going to bore people eventually. But yeah, we have 50 viewers. Thank you guys for being here. And definitely subscribe if you're, if you uh, came from, Chris's channel and you haven't seen us before, definitely check out some of our other uh, videos and subscribe. Um, we all, <laughs> I learned a lot from, a lot from you, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm glad. That's the thing. Put out content. You never know who's going to watch it and who's going to benefit from it. A lot of times you, you never, you never know, which is okay. But then when you meet people, you're like, oh, that's cool. She was watching my videos like five years ago. It's like, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, and I did meet you uh, at the ACE conference. But at that point, like, it, it's so funny. Like, now I do YouTube videos. Now it's like I'm more out there. But before it was just like I kind of was just invisible. <laughs> like, I went to things, but it was like, I don't you were, know. You were a little bit ninja like. Yeah. You were just kind of blending in. That's all right. <laughs> kind of scoping it out, you know. Everybody learns at their own pace. <laughs> yeah. Everybody but, starts somewhere. That's the way to do it. Yeah. But I, so everybody that, that doesn't know what to do. They need to go to merch.amazon.com if they have not already, right? Like, yeah. like just get your account and get at least yes. apply so that you can yes. look forward to having an account because uh -huh. uh, it's going to be the number one, the easiest, the best place to make money online the for the foreseeable future. I, I, people ask me all the time, what's next after merch? What's going to be better than merch? I don't know. It's hard to beat. I mean, it's like, oh, I mean, the no content journals is similar. It's like, yeah, you, but know, you can only upload so many of those. It's like it'd be like saying, "Hey, you know, Trump and Hillary shirts are great." It's like, yeah, but there's only so many that are being shipped every day, right? So <laughs> I don't know. It seems to be a everybody big gets market. In, well, I mean, the 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 journal thing is a fixed market, right? At, and you could say it about t-shirts. The number I was going to say you could say it about t-shirts. They they keep selling. <laughs> but if you know. make a brand like I, if Amazon made another awesome looking merch by Amazon shirt. I'm buying that, right? So yeah. it's not that I'm buying out of that same pie. It's that once that pie is bigger, now I'm buying again, right? Yeah. I think for stuff like journals might be a little different, you know, and we should do like maybe a marketing episode because there's so much to get into. But yeah. if you have that, that, that journal, that's great. You now have a page on Amazon that when it sells, you do absolutely nothing and you get money. Yeah. But you have to get people to care about that product page. Right. Just existing doesn't matter the way that just existing and merch mattered the first year. It's like, whoa, this, this is like magic money. Uh, it's not the exact same way anymore. And it's not that it's bad or worse. It's just that it's different. But if yeah. you can learn, the most valuable skill I can tell anybody to learn right now is how to get attention, how to get people to care about you, how to get people to care about your channel, how to get people to care about your products. If you can get people to care about your stuff, you can make money. And you can make money super easy because of print on demand products and private label type products and all of these things. And that's why I say don't advertise. Sell your if you have a fitness channel, sell your own brand of of, of leggings and yoga pants instead mm -hmm. of pushing ads. Like mm -hmm. but people don't know how easy it is to to sell their own yoga pants, right? Like that's the thing. That's that's kind of that's the type of advice that I think I, I'm really good at giving people is. That's what Brianna's doing in brandability, teaching us how to do brands. Because I haven't built a brand yeah. before. I'm, yeah. I'm a week and a half, two weeks in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's basically, do do, yeah, doing the same thing that that you know uh, that you're doing, Chris. Just use using my different skill set to, you know, help people make decisions about what's going to work for them. And you know, like some people, uh, you talk to them, and they're like gung ho Amazon FBA. And like you said, you talk to them, you get to know know them a little more, and you're like. Eh, FBA is the route for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear it from you, right? They look up to you. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I thought I was a retail arbitrager, but Brianna says, you know, I should use my, you know, design master's degree to, to make art. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's right. I just Do saw it. the opportunity and I knew how great an opportunity was. I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't like packing the boxes or doing any of it, but I I just knew how good of an opportunity it was. That's why that's why I did it. So then when merch came along, I'm like, oh, I like that a lot better. You just uploaded it. <laughs> but well, I got one more piece of advice that I totally stole from from Gary V. He was he was doing another video. Um uh, and it was, and one of it was about 
uh, or part of it was about uh, failures, right? Because mm -hmm. everybody, it's real easy to see all the winning stuff, especially if you like filter what you put on social media. No one puts on, hey, I totally suck today and did nothing. And I'm a <laughs> we were person. talking about that. I was like, maybe I should post more of those. <laughs> you should because people identify with them. Yeah. And no, and no one cares, right? Yes. Yeah. No one remembers your losses. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, so you can share them. It, like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but what, what Gary Vee was saying in this video, he's talking about you know things that he didn't do well. And one of the things was when he was uh, very early on Google AdWords and he was getting the keyword wine, right? <laughs> For five and 10 cents a click, yeah. right? He was the only one selling wine on the internet. Like, like this, this was an absolute gold mine. Yeah. And looking back, he says, My, the mistake that I made is I didn't realize how good I had it. I didn't right. realize the opportunity in front of me. Right. I didn't spend 50, 100 times more on AdWords right. then as I should have. He thought it was always going to be there. All these classic things that you could you could yeah. put the merch opportunity right in there right now and be like, wait a minute, is he talking about merch? Right? Yeah. Uh, possibly. Merch is going to change. Yeah. Uh, Amazon does not owe us any traffic. Any. Yeah. If they give us any, it's a gift. They don't yeah. owe us anything. But if you can learn how to use Amazon's platforms and you yeah. can drive traffic, you, driving traffic, you know, creating attention, all these things, that's the most valuable thing. Because when you understand Amazon, that there's your monetization tool. You just have to flip the switch. But you have right. to get people to go and you have to get people to care. Yes. Not just go to your product and be like, I don't care about this product. Like, I care about this product. I'm going to go and I'm going to exchange my money for it. And if you master that, that's the game. That's the most valuable skill that you can you can learn and develop. Yeah. All the other stuff, yeah, learn merch in one week, learn FBA in another week, and learn private label the third week. But spend the next year, two, three years learning how to drive traffic, uh, build awareness, build a brand, gain attention. Uh, that's that's the absolute game. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I don't know, Brianna. What do you think? Any? Do you have any questions? I don't think there was any questions in the group. Was there any that we missed, or any in the chat? Oh, I can no. follow up with them later. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, people watching and uh, just, yeah, a lot of interaction. I don't know. I'm just happy that you, you know, had time to come on here and chat with us. And, you know, it's nice to get caught up and see what you're up to. I know I, last time that you and I ran across each other was Chicago, and that was already in October. And busy, and, busy, uh, busy, busy, busy. Oh, me and Brown yeah. are in the same room. Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? And then we're off, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. That was well, fun, I though. I do that again. I just want yeah. to thank both yeah. of you, really. I've learned so much from both of you. I mean, it's, it's amazing. So, I appreciate all that you guys are doing. You guys are the trailblazers. And then you're so kind to all the new people coming along. Like, you help, you help lift up all the other people trying to help the community. So, I appreciate it. The that's unrelated that. greens. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. People thought we were married for a while. Oh, I yeah. forgot about that. You guys yeah. have the same last name. And you're both like the, you're, yeah. That was you're a rumor that went around. The king and queen oh, of Amazon. Oh, yeah, because uh, in uh, Chicago, well, I was right before Chris speaking, right? And then someone was like, is that your wife? Are you guys married? We're like, it's not even spelled the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, though. It was Aww. funny. But well, yeah, go. People should go to conferences. Yeah. Uh, you know, people should network. People should, you know, hang out in, in Facebook groups with positive people. Uh, you know, build mastermind groups, build Heck group yeah. chats, all things like that. Those are things that are really going to help your business. And, and go, uh, yeah. go to the Merge UK conference if you live in anywhere near England. 
<laughs> or want to yeah, go. That's a no-brainer. Absolute no-brainer. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting on a plane Thursday morning, and I'll somehow get there Friday morning. I don't know. It's the longest thing ever. <laughs> Lose six hours in there somewhere, and and also going to New Jersey for I don't know. Oh, it's gonna be a lot gonna of traveling. A it's gonna be yeah. a lot of traveling. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do it again. How about that? All right. Thank you. Sounds Chris. good. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a good night.